Welcome back to Killer Fun. I'm Christy. I'm Jackie. We're so glad you're back here with us today. Last time we didn't know what we were going to talk about, but we said it would be something school related. Yes. So, and we wanted something lighthearted. Definitely. So, we decided to watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. And I know you're listening to this and like, wait. Ferris Bueller's Day Off on a crime and entertainment podcast. Oh, oh, yes. By the way, there's a whole lot of crime going on. <laughs> That's what I don't think I ever realized about that movie until I was an adult. Right. And then I would watch it and I would go, oh my gosh. Truancy, theft. The all theft kinds of is like th- crazy. Yeah, like damage to property. Like not just by the kids. Impersonation yeah. illegally, yes. actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So quite a lot. I was very, like, surprised. And but violence. And some violence. Yeah, a lot but of violence. But it's lighthearted fun and uh, violence for the sake of Well, uh, I was comedy. on her side. Well, oh, I'm yeah, on with Jeannie. Side. Sister yeah. Jeannie. Oh, absolutely. I was on he, her side. Rooney broke into her house. Kick his we'll, butt. Oh, we'll get there in a minute. Anyway. We'll get there in a minute. So I was trying to think, like... You know, there's all kind you hear about crime in school all the time, and that's like a big time downer. Downer. So I looked up some pranks because those are fun, and that was kind of Ferris Bueller related. Yeah. And then some of the other topics they like the uh, hacking into the school computer system. Oh, that brings up a whole other movie. Oh, we may have to watch that one later. Oh, okay. What, what hackers? Movie? Oh, this is Angelina Jolie's debut into film was Hackers. I remember that movie. I remember like the name of the movie. You say that and I'm like, what is this movie? I've never heard of it. No, that's not where I'm at. But I don't know that I ever saw it. Oh, you got to watch Hackers. If you're going to talk about kids hacking in, because that movie was, oh, I watched it incessantly, which makes me a total dork. But I loved it. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. And then, you know, the car theft and valet mm-hmm. is taking cars. And we'll, we'll get we'll get to all of that. So I'm going to start with some school pranks. Yes. I love school pranks. School pranks are always fun. So there is a poor kid in Canada, 14-year-old in British Columbia. He found a padlock and he decided... Wouldn't it be fun and funny to put this padlock somewhere where it's really hard to get off? (laughs) Because 14, not good decision makers, (laughs) typically. And so he jumped up and put it on one of those little sprinklers that hang down from the ceiling. You know how there's like a little, the little sprinkler head that spins around and a little protector thing like over it so that it doesn't get like dust or whatever i don't know exactly why it's there but that's the way it's made right yeah so he saw that and he thought oh that's up at the ceiling hard to get down hard to get down so he jumps up and gets it on there and then he's Mm -hmm. like oh well what good is it if i don't lock it (laughs) he jumps up to lock it and jams it into the little spinny part awesome sets them all off awesome yeah forty eight thousand dollars worth of damage oh my gosh and his parents tried to argue it and they said if they didn't want a kid doing that that they should have done something to prevent it which the article has a very good explanation for it 
That's called the I wouldn't have murdered you if you stopped me from murdering you defense. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. Like, well, if you just stopped me from punching you in the face, I wouldn't have been able to punch you in the face. Right. That makes sense. (laughs) If you had stopped me from breaking into your car, I wouldn't have been able to break in. Right. Yeah. So it's always the victim's fault. Talk about some victim blame. That is amazing right there. Yeah. The court didn't agree. They had to. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm with the court. Well, and with our little discussion about hackers, Uh for those of you out there who have actually seen hackers, that story brings a smile to your face. For some reasons that we're going to have to post later. Uh, okay. Okay. We're going to have to okay, talk well, about this maybe, later. Maybe we need to watch Hackers think for, maybe, for maybe our next episode. Because so, it's crime. It's it crimey. It's crimey. It's crimey. It's still summer. Mm-hmm. It's still summer. And it's school related. And it's school related. Because so, we'll still be in August when the next episode comes out. I think maybe out. so. Hackers. That's where it's at. Okay. All right. What else you got? All right. So, Copticon High School... In Maryland, some kids decided they wanted to pull prank, and they thought, this will be innocent enough. We're going to release <laughs> famous last words, 72,000 ladybugs into the school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Yeah. In which you're like, uh, you know, maybe kind of uninventive, but... You know, cute. Because ladybugs, they're cute. They're cute. But 72,000 of them. It's maybe not so cute. Not such a good idea. They got charged with fourth degree burglary, property destruction, and disruption of school activities because they not only released them into the school, they broke into the school at 3 a.m. To do it. Yeah. Poor, poor choice. And then, you know, it took a long time to round them up. They had to hire an extermination service yeah. to come in because even if you can round up most of them, it's 72,000. Yeah. Yeah. They had to like close the school. Now, I wonder how fast do ladybugs breed? Ooh, I don't know. Because were there huh. 72,000 when they got there or huh. were there like 150,000? <laughs> I'm my impression. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. They like doubled. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's Gremlin's ladybug uh style. (laughs) Well, and you know, even if they like didn't reproduce immediately, you know, some of them had to lay some eggs somewhere. There were ladybugs in that school forever after that. There, there's... There's always going to be ladybugs. Well, they left their mark, didn't they? Yeah, well, they did. And they might be watching their mark from jail. (laughs) Or at least from theirs. But it's so... That was actually really funny. I think it's... I think... Well, I can see why they thought it wouldn't be that big of a deal. We're not I can see really that. destroying anything. They weren't trying to, but that's really funny. It was it was dumb. So, you know, if you're going to pull a prank, you should ask yourself, am I going to get caught? If I do get caught, is it going to cost me money or am I going to end up in handcuffs? And three, <laughs> was it, is it worth it? You know, is it worth it? Now, if you're going to pull a prank... Don't destroy property. Don't break in. Don't hurt anyone. Don't make it too hard to clean up or make it really, really fun so that people aren't irritated with you. Right. To clean it up. So don't use glitter. Oh, glitter. Glitter. The herpes of the crafting world. Don't, (laughs) don't use glitter. (laughs) I have never heard that phrase before. 
for because I'm not crafty. You're right. Yeah, no, because once you, there's a reason why you hate send people glitter in the mail. Have you heard of no. this? There's a service. You can buy like potatoes and have a mail to people and it has a message written on it. Okay. Or that's for like funny, like silly, I like you kinds of things usually. But there's a, a service for like 10 or $15 where you can send like an envelope full of glitter to people you don't like. And it's a non, you pay these people and they put the envelope together. And if you want a note written, they write out the note and they mail it to people. So you open it up and there's glitter everywhere. Because once the glitter is in your carpet, there's never it's, not glitter in your carpet. There's always glitter. There's always glitter. It's like anthrax, but glitter. <laughs> but less deadly. I'm not making a list in my head. I promise. <laughs> of people that you'd like to send But maybe bombs. I am. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> okay, well, did you have a senior prank? Not, I was thinking about that, and I don't. If there was, I wasn't involved. I definitely wasn't involved in it. There were over 700 of us in my graduating class. So I'm sure there were a, was a prank. There were maybe several pranks. I don't recall any of them. So they must not have been particularly exciting. And I wasn't involved in any right. of them because that wasn't my friend group. But I wasn't involved in any senior but do pranks. You, did you, did you but, recall but I one? I do know about a prank that our school played on our rival. Oh, fun. Yeah. And yeah. it started off not fun because uh, the rival came and they defamed property Ooh. and they defamed a memorial for a coach who had been murdered. Oh, no. Horrifically. Oh, Horrifically no. by his son with an axe. <gasps> oh, like oh, Tessie Borden style. Oh. oh, yeah. It was awful. And this guy was a pillar of the community, the oh. one who had actually been uh-huh. murdered and right. the one who murdered like it was they were both it horrible. was yeah totally unexpected and totally unexpected and um it tore the community apart but many no. years later um and I say many but like I was in middle school and that happened and so by the time I was a senior is when you know this this uh-huh. prank occurred and they came and they basically spray painted and uh-huh. our school did not take that nicely yeah but you know our school we had a lot of kids who had their own landscaping businesses Oh, you know, like mow, blow and glow, uh-huh. right? And so, but they, but they did have trailers, and they did have you know access to manure. Oh. <laughs> they did have uh-huh. access to certain uh-huh. you know types of mulch and uh-huh. with manure in it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and all Which of is that. Good for plants, it's great for plants, mm-hmm. and um, it was great for the other school because oh. they got a lot of it, <laughs> a lot of it uh-huh. dumped wow. right in their courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see. And that's like, you know, useful. Well, they the, were able to use it. Well, the staff could put it in the flower beds and whatnot. Right. They could. They yeah. could use it. There was a lot, though. Yeah. There, there I'm sure lot. it's like a fish story. I'm uh-huh. sure that it wasn't as much as like I heard by the uh-huh. time I heard it. Right. But nevertheless, I think we won yeah. that war, actually. Well, well, that's um, good. Yeah. Yeah. The school where my sister-in-law went to high school some kids had access to fertilizer. Mm-hmm. This is what made me think of it. Fertilizer, like a fertilizer business. Ooh. And they took fertilizer and put it out in a field in the number of the year in which they were graduating. <laughs> and it, of course, killed all the grass. Oh. So it was like burned into the grass. Yes, but it was the prank that kept on giving because it killed the grass initially. But then... And then for 
years you would drive by and be able to still see their graduating year number <laughs> in the grass because it all grew faster for probably a decade. <laughs> That's awesome. It was crazy. See, it was crazy. Be smart. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. That's pretty smart. Yeah, it was. It was. Pretty I mean, funny. Can you get in trouble for helping somebody else's lawn? I don't know. <laughs> I think they did get in trouble. Okay. Yes, I mean because they burned it. It was well, like, yeah. and they were, they did it in the dead of night. You know, it was not where they were supposed to be, but it's a <laughs> tiny town. I don't That's know. pretty funny. This particular Wisconsin high school, this I would say this would fall under the difficult to clean up, but. Cool enough that everybody was on board. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. What happened? So in Cumberland High School, they took the back half of an old white car and some like black tarps and bricks that were used in the school but had been like set aside to for repairs later that these kids knew where it was and they made it look like a car had run into the side of the building and the black tarp looked like the hole in the the hole in the building but it didn't actually damage anything the bricks were there so it made it look like they had they were falling down the car was hadn't been operational so it wasn't like it actually damaged anything and the police thought it was pretty funny because (laughs) it was it was really well done they didn't really hurt anything right it's maybe a pain to clean up because you know they gotta like tow the i don't know how they got the car there it's like in an alcove like area really hard (laughs) but they wrote see may 19 2018 uh, CHS Cumberland High School class of 2018 were busting out. That, that was cute. is so I thought it was really cute. Funny. Yeah. And that the police were like totally okay with it. That's pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, that made it like, okay, that's fine. That's funny. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They could all get jobs at Six Flags mm-hmm. making their... Uh... <laughs> yeah, for Halloween and yeah, stuff. Yeah, seriously. where they do all the cool stuff. And then we get into our little bit of hacking. Ooh, um, hacking! I'm a tour. I only have I only have one article about that, so okay. I'll have to I'll have to find more for when we do the hackers. Oh episode. yeah, I'm but sure. I'm surely sure there's, there's got to be plenty. But in 2015, um, a young man named Eric went to New Dorp High School, and he was a smart kid with bad grades. Okay, yeah, he had gone to like a camp. And studied advanced computer programming. It was like a really elite camp he'd gone and they taught like C and all these things Java that I can't do. And, yeah. Java yeah. and C and other coding languages. And he <laughs> he was a junior and he found a computer in the school that was unattended mm-hmm. and used it to break into their through their security. And into their software system and set it up so that he could access it from his phone. No, nice. and for like two months, he he changed his grade without anybody knowing. Somebody finally realized that there were unauthorized logins, <laughs> and he got caught. And because he's sixteen, they charged him as an adult with forgery, computer trespass unauthorized use of a computer and computer tampering and criminal possession of forgery devices. Wow. Boy, he got the whole book. Yeah. Well, and I think the the idea was we have to make it 
unappealing to anybody else to do this. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's the example now. Right. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, look how look how these kids get apply yourself at school. If you can do that, apply yourself at school. I mean, I mean this guy is smart. Board. Of course, the technology does make it easier to do that kind of thing. I mean. Not that the, you know, if you had stopped me from murdering you, yes, I would have murdered you defense, but my husband tried to change his grade when he was like in grade school. Oh, uh-huh. like, you know, oh, a young kid. Like with a pen. Oh, a crayon. Oh, oh. With a crayon. Oh. Bless his heart. It's Bless a funny story. And I've seen the report card oh. itself and it's absolutely adorable. And his mama took him up there and boy made him apologize and all of this stuff. Because basically he had changed it so that his mom wouldn't get mad. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. But, you know, he didn't have computers to hack these things, you know? You know, right. I, mean, I realize he was little, but the point being yeah. that actually in this yeah, it case, makes it a little easier. This case, it does make a little easier, yeah. but you have to know how to get in and how to do what it. You do. Yeah. And you know, what you do. there's a level of expertise there, but the younger you know, and younger are well, able to do this. This and is very, very true. Yeah. I had a friend who didn't want to get in trouble with her mom for a bad grade when we were in elementary school. And <laughs> so she didn't show her mom her report card. She forged her mom's name with a crayon. <laughs> and she's a, like a brilliant and a very, very smart young woman and just happened to do poorly in one of her classes. Oh, it was something she goodness. wasn't good at. And her mom probably would have been disappointed, but ultimately fine. And it was a whole lot, a whole lot more worse yeah and now that you've like yeah Yeah. forged a signature but it's true it's it's kind of funny yeah you know but on the other hand it's not funny well it's one of those parenting moments that where you have to like you know you're you have to be mad at this but it's so dang cute you know immediately you're going to tell the story for many many years Uh you know but in the moment you've got to Mm -hmm. you've got to really show some disappointment yes yeah, you know, you have to be annoyed with your child, but yeah, <laughs> but it's so cute. It's so cute, especially when it's a crayon. Well, and then you gotta like, then then starts the introspection because you know you're gonna tell the story, and then it's like, but am I too hard on my kids? Why do they feel the need to forge my signature with a crayon? Right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, my husband had taken an F. Oh. And then with the with one stroke of a crayon uh-huh. changed it to an, an A. a. Yeah. Ooh. That was his big Aww. big attempt. Now he was little. He was you know. Little I mean, even if all of this stuff was around, he probably wouldn't have. But you know, it's kinda it's funny because people are like, Oh, you know, I can't do that right now because my tech guy is 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 gone. He's uh-huh. taking a nap. You know, <laughs> because all these little kids uh, yeah. are the ones who are able to. It's I, nap time, so my tech guy can help yeah. me out. <laughs> so. Oh, and then there was the car theft, which they took Cameron's dad's Ferrari that he cherished. Oh, yeah. So a real life example of this is this one's quite endearing that a little boy, this was in 2017 last year. He lived in Ohio. He was eight (laughs) and he really wanted a hamburger for McDonald's (laughs) and his parents had had a busy day or they fell asleep. Okay. And he was afraid if he woke them up, they wouldn't take him to McDonald's because he'd already had dinner. But he really, really wanted that hamburger in a bad way. 
So he watched YouTube videos and taught himself no. how to drive the car. No. And then he loaded his four-year-old sister into no. the car with him. Drove a mile and a half to McDonald's. He gets to the drive through window. <laughs> and the employees thought they were being pranked. Because there was an eight-year-old and a four-year-old in the front seat. Oh, my god! And they, as soon as they realized they weren't being pranked, they called the police. Right. The, they, he said he, <laughs> he got the keys to his dad's van by standing on his tiptoes. <laughs> Which I thought was, like, endearing. And when the police got there, they told him that that was not a good thing to do that it was wrong to take the car without asking Mm -hmm. and that it was wrong for a child to drive a car and the kid just busted out in tears because he didn't really realize it was wrong he just thought he was taking initiative yeah yeah he just he didn't really realize it was wrong like oh and i can see like in an eight-year-old brain where maybe they should have known but yeah, I yeah I can understand. You know, I I just really wanted a hamburger, and mom and dad were sleeping. They told me not to wake them up, right? You know, so, so I needed the hamburger. Just go so, ahead and go get and one. And I thought I'd take my sister along because. So how did they coax the kid from not just driving off once um, he realized the, he was well, in they, trouble? They told well, I don't think he realized he was in trouble. They told him to come inside to get his hamburger. And so the kids came inside and they gave them hamburgers. And then the police came. (laughs) And then... So the kid had to drive the car out of the drive-thru, though. And go, like, park it. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Probably parking, man. By watching YouTube. Yeah. All by watching YouTube. A little scary is what you can learn on YouTube. And then uh, we have a a 10-year-old... Also in 2017, who um, he's probably never going to get his driver's license because he stole his parent, his mother's car before and gotten caught. And then he stole his dad's car and took the police on a hundred mile an hour chase. (laughs) Yeah. So because, and because it was his second second offense they're charging him with a felony oh no i know i'm like oh honey but i guess he got a taste for it after he stole his mom's car he Uh thought it was really fun and just decided to do it again with his dad's car that's that's stinky all kinds of warning signs (laughs) yeah all kinds of warning signs (laughs) and then my final article that we have is they stole Cameron's dad's car. Right. I would say borrow, but really they stole they it. They stole it. I think I thought of it as borrowing. Of course, when they I did. saw when this. We were movie. like younger. Yeah. When we I'm, were like that eight year old. Yeah. Thinking. Yeah. He borrowed the car. Really, it was unreasonable for his dad to let him not drive the expensive, rare vehicle right. with 150 miles. No, to on be it. fair, they at least had their driver's license. Well, true. Which is how they rationalized borrowing it because they always borrowed their parents car mm-hmm. so why not this one right exactly but they stole it yeah but they stole it so and then they put it in a parking garage in downtown chicago and it never went into the parking garage it was driven around by joyriding valets right so i found an article with some tips on how not to have that happen to your vehicle that you should avoid using unreliable 
valet parking services, which I think would mean if you're at a hotel, that's probably reliable. Probably. If you're at a like a party, mm, yeah, maybe, maybe if you're maybe, you know, there's a different different kinds of things like if you're at a big establishment and they offer valet parking, yeah. probably fine. If you're somewhere where it's I would- the mall. You're right. Yeah, they have a at Christmas time. They have at a Christmas time. They do. The, there's a big mall in San Antonio where they have because it can be really hard to find parking. Now at least you can see that parking lot, right? And you can see because they are parking for the valet at that mall is right. on the first level right. of the garage, and you can see everything. Right. Yeah, you can see it all. Yeah. So probably not that, but even then, but still, if this is not a thing your mall normally does, yeah. Because yeah. this, this happens, yeah. well, it's always there, but it's only open like a certain time. Right, yes. I, that's what I was thinking is one of those tips is I feel like I'm comfortable if I see that the sign says there's hours. Oh, yeah. And days. Because yeah. I know that that's a contracted service that is there a lot. Right. If it's just random. Right. Just like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's a little yeah. shady. Yeah. Um, another thing you can do is jot down the mileage or take a photo of the mileage. But when you leave your car, if it's got more than, you know, half a mile or a mile on it, then you might want to question somebody. You could also equip your car with a GPS to be able to track it. That seems excessive to me because it costs anywhere from $140 to $200 to do that and if you buy one that you can move from car to car what's to say they're not going to just take it out and leave it well and then put it back in your car right they'd have to not know it's there yeah exactly i was thinking what if i put like a ring doorbell somewhere oh you know? <laughs> it's got to be attached to wi-fi so unless your car has wi-fi well some cars do have I, wifi. Know, I know they do that yeah. would be interesting because then you'd yep. get a picture of it yep. every time it moved oh. <laughs> <laughs> that keeps everybody honest valets yes. spouses children everybody and their final tip was to give a generous tip you tip like when they take your car and they're less likely to do something like that. I think for me, the best tip is, you know, drive a Toyota, not a car that, because, you know, if you have a Tesla or a Maserati or a Ferrari or something like that, that's maybe, a, you know, that's the only time some of the, these people are going to drive a car. Take it. Yeah, they're going yeah. to they're going to want to take it because this is their only opportunity to ever drive this kind of car. Right. You know. Right. They, this is their opportunity for it. And uh, see, you now know. they might use that defense. If you didn't want me to steal your Tesla, you shouldn't have. <laughs> you shouldn't have given me the, the keys to a Tesla. <laughs> You know? Yeah, exactly. Maybe I could understand I wouldn't that have stolen your car if you hadn't tried to valet park it. Yeah, with an what amazing car. Like, yeah, what are you lazy? You can't park it right? yourself. Like, how terrible that you would tempt me with this. <laughs> this is your fault for tempting me. How ridiculous is that argument in so many areas of life? My goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, no bueno. I don't like it. No bueno. No. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, 1986. Amazing movie. Really, it's so fun. Yeah, young Matthew Broderick. We get a little Jennifer Grey. We have Ben Stein. You know, so many Pete Charlie Sheen. So many fun people from the 80s and 90s who were big time actors. Right, and some like, you know, like the actor who played Cameron. What's his name? Uh, 
Alan Rock. Exactly. Yeah. What's his name? I don't ever remember his name. Yeah. But he's actually in quite a bit. He's in quite a bit, and he's done a lot of stage acting. He's done a lot. Like, this was, like, I believe one of his first, I like, think it movies. was, too, It was, like, first... I, I watched one of the extras because I had, you know, I was like, well, I could spend $3 to rent it or I could spend 7 and get the Blu-ray oh, sent to my house. Yeah. So I totally, because I want to watch it again. So I think he mentioned in one of the extras yeah. that I watched that this was one of his first first film things that he was doing and that he was it was different than doing a stage play and it was kind of endearing but that's he is endearing though he really is uh well and his just his so tightly wound poor Cameron (laughs) he's just uh, so tightly wound because he's trying to do well in school he wants to be a good student he's trying to to please his parents I was about to say he really wants to make his dad proud yeah and he wants to have his dad love him more which he is wants the to have his part. dad love him like his dad loves the ferrari exactly which i'm like there's a crime right there that the, the car is worth more than the kid exactly and we never do find out what happens no we really don't so because they take the car if you're unfamiliar with the movie which i don't know how you couldn't be but you should totally watch it because it's really fun it's awesome they take the car and cameron gets mad and they try and take the mileage See, off the car this, that this is my favorite part because of all the things that they did uh-huh. now ferris has gone through this whole day amazing the whole world like in some ways it's like the forest gump of the 80s because yeah he ends up like in the parade he ends up he does all of these uh-huh. things There's right the, they go Every, okay, go ahead, finish. I'll, I'll get there in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But so he does all of these things, but then they go back and Ferris allows Cameron to do this stupid thing. Well, Ferris told Cameron that it would work. It would work. That if you run the car in reverse, it will take the miles right, off. this is his thinking. This is not how cars work. And, and by and a smart kid, that's a stupid thing to do. That's a stupid think. thing to do. And so you're like, oh, they really are kids though. Yeah. They really are kids. And so here they are. They've got this car up on the blocks and they're running it in reverse as if it's going to take the miles off. And instead they ought to gone, well, they should just leave it alone because Cameron's all freaking out. My dad's going to see. My dad's going to see. The mileage has changed and then he's going to know. He's going to know that I took it. He knows that I'm going to take it and I'm going to do it and whatever. So Mm -hmm. um, they take this mileage off. But it doesn't work that way. This is no. not how this works. No. This is not how any of this works. No. <laughs> so Poor it doesn't work. And, you know, because they get all upset and Cameron starts beating on the car uh-huh. because now he's taking out his rage that the car is loved more than he is. Right. Right. And then it sends it through the back window yeah. into the forest. Oh. That house. That house was something. That house I don't was think amazing. I didn't really appreciate how like amazing that house in the treetops was. Amazing. Like a Frank Lloyd Wright house. Seriously. It's gorgeous. And yeah. but I felt I felt so much for him. But I was also kind of proud of him. Right. Because he's Ferris, finally because Ferris offered to take the fall. Offered to say, you know, this is this is my fault. He already doesn't your dad already doesn't like me. I'll take the fall for this. Yeah. It's totally fine, which, you know, would have totally gotten him in a lot of trouble because he would have had to tell his parents what he did all day. And But I was kind of proud of Cameron for saying, for saying no, that he yeah, was going to take he was responsibility. Gonna, he, he was going to take responsibility for it. He was going to, it was, you know, going to open a dialogue of conversation. Now, 
probably that dialogue would start with a whole lot of yelling from his dad. But, you know, maybe they would get somewhere better. And maybe. it shows some maturity to, like, be willing to talk to his dad about it. Right. And... Eh, if not, he's about to graduate high school, so he's going to probably... He seems like a capable young man in most respects. In most respects. <laughs> the question I always had was, if his dad really doesn't like him as much as Cameron thinks he doesn't like him, and Cameron just wrecked his car, I mean, what if they called the cops on him for stealing the car? Hopefully he's 17. <laughs> in the 80s, I think 17 would have protected him. Maybe now, not so much. Not so but much. in 86. But in 86, it probably would have. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it is it is nice of Bear. See, Ferris is one of these kids who does dumb, dumb things, but he's a good kid. Yes. He really is a good person. He's smart and good, but watching it as an adult, I realized he faced no consequences for his actions. None at all. None. None. And that's the issue my husband has with it because we were talking about it and we're laughing last night talking about all the different stuff. And my son pointed out, he's like, he didn't face any consequences for his actions. And my husband got all serious. Like, no, he didn't. (laughs) I'm like... I uh, know it's a little troubling as an adult, but as a teenager, it was delightful. Well, and this is what we funny. grew up with, right? Is is these delightful well, the kind pack of movies, right? And it is. It's kind of endearing, but I don't think our generation felt like that was a prescription for how we should live. No, we always laughed at it. Yeah. For, instead of or with it or I wish I could get away with that but I know I never could right there you was know, a bit of a separation yeah there, there you was know. a you know we understood it was a movie we understood it was it was a movie yeah and but you know what's interesting about that is Ferris and his sister right so she is so bad oh for the same reason your husband was right because he never faces any consequences uh-huh. poor Jeannie I felt so bad for I Jennifer know. Gray she I mean she looked so cute and just like she did in Dirty Dancing and, you know. Adorable. Uh, just adorable and so ticked off the whole time. Yeah. Well, and this is so what people funny. do hate about these movies is that in this movie, she, as <laughs> the as the good kid, ends up deciding, well, I'm going to be bad too then. Yeah. If you're getting away with it, I should get away with it. But that's where we kind of see the consequences of her actions a little bit. Right. Because we see that it doesn't really, that's not really what's good. No. And she doesn't get away with it, though. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't get away with it. No. I mean, she, she goes home and Rooney's in their house, which I'm like, hello, authority figure has broken into their home. Yeah, that There's was some crazy. crime. Yes. Been attacked by the dog, lost a shoe. <laughs> Hilarity ensues. And He's then trying she to kicks his rear end. Oh, and she kicks his butt. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. See, so that was great. She had to face some consequences, and she had to go home and deal with all of well, this stuff. Well, and she called the be... cops, and they picked her up and took her to the police station. Like, I know. Are you kidding me? Well, she wasn't as smart as Ferris about mm. trying to be bad, but fair, you know. But that's why she hates him because he always gets away with it because he's actually really smart about how he does yeah. it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but she's trying to take him down. Yeah. the whole movie. Yeah, and you know, but at the end. Yeah, she, she saves she his butt saves because his butt. because Rooney dropped his his wallet in the kitchen. <laughs> but I mean, also I can see with her, she's still got more time at the school. She owns Rooney. She does own him now. She's got 
she's for the rest of her time there. She's she can be Ferris. Do you think she would though? Maybe. Yeah. I think she would just maybe not maybe, be as flamboyant. Not as, a, not as flamboyant, but if she wants to miss school nine times. Nine times? Nine times. That's one of my favorite. I don't know why that that part of the movie always has stood out to me since I saw it the first time in the 80s. Is that nine times? Because they're talking about how many times he's been absent. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but I think that she could just, like, if I want to be absent, I can be absent. Yeah. Now she's probably not going to go end up in a parade no. or catch a ball at a game Aww. or do all of these things. And not, but not have people collecting money for a kidney <laughs> transplant gosh. in the hallways. And everywhere they went, it was so funny. I, I had kind of forgotten how much it worked throughout the movie that it all got worked in that he was sick. He was sick. Because... Because at the ball game, there's a, it says save Ferris on the Jumbotron. Right. The dad is reading the newspaper in the cab and it says community oh, rallies, right. community that's rallies right. behind sick teenager. Uh, it was really, something I, like that. I don't think I remember that now that you say that, uh-huh. but I don't think I caught that yeah. the recent time that I watched oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. There were lots of flowers and and that's why I, mean, I call it, it the Forrest so Gump of the yes. 80s because it's it how it seeps into everything, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I could see Jeannie skipping school and then going to the library to study. Yeah, she's going to skip because she has a test next period. Right. Yeah. And so she's going to go study, uh-huh. you know. But, you know, I think that it's really interesting to watch the dynamic there between the siblings, you know, and how that works because she was so angry you know at the end it all works out right yeah it does yeah but but that anger will drive you to do some things yeah <laughs> look at cameron yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor cameron i felt it just felt bad for him the whole movie and he doesn't and get the girl but it's very girls. crimey they yeah. they they steal yeah. the car. They they break Sloan out of school by they, lying. He, they pretend to be the dad. Right. Uh, which was hilarious. Cameron pretending to be the dad and <laughs> Ferris calling on the other line because Rooney is just convinced that it's Ferris pretending to be Sloan's dad, which he was kind of right. Except See, it was and that's Cameron. what you hate about Rooney is because you, he's right. He's right. The whole time he's right. Yeah. And he's trying to well, set the consequences. He's a, well, but he's, he's a jerk. He is a jerk. Well, and I, I don't think that the consequences part bothers me. I'm trying to make the consequences known. I think that he's so vindictive about it. Right, and that's what makes that, him just a jerk. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not an adult helping a child learn a lesson. He is a man trying to catch somebody in the act. Right. He and wants I his mean, power over his school. And now, he's probably been dealing with this for nearly four years. This kid has been making a fool out of him. And, and he probably feels to, threatened by Ferris and the power that Ferris has. Well, and he's so smart and he's mm-hmm. got his whole life ahead of him. And here he is feeling not as powerful as he thought he would be by the time he'd reached the age. Well, and a lot of the movies from the 80s kind of deal with that. Look at Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched that recently in breakfast club the principal is in there right the saturday detention and his whole thing is did you think it would be like this yeah you know yeah. And that's his thing is he's older yeah. and these kids have their whole lives ahead of them 
And he's just trying to keep it together. Right. But he's also, he's trying to keep it together, but he's also kind of trying to keep them down. Right. Because, like, and that's this how is, he's this keeping is the, it together. This is how life is. You think you have this great future ahead of you, but I thought I had a great future ahead of me and I'm stuck here in this school and doing Saturday detention still. And I don't, and I see, didn't even do anything wrong. I think that's how people operate sometimes is yeah. that they feel stuck. So they make others stuck. Yeah. It's it's the whole idea of push somebody else down and then all of a sudden you seem bigger. Right. Right? It's Which that is whole thing. not No, all boats rise to the tide. Right. It yeah. doesn't work that way. Right. But I think a lot of a lot of crime starts that way. Yeah, it really it does. Not all crime. Don't don't go out of, on Facebook and no, get mad at me about no, that. No, no, no. I'm not no. saying all crime. I'm just saying this is a factor. Yeah, the, yeah, factors. We learned a lot we about lot, factors. We learned a lot about factors. We learned a lot about factors. <laughs> um, it was just funny movie and I told my husband that we were going to do this and he was like Ferris Bueller and crime. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, well, I guess they do steal the car. And I'm like, I think there's more. There's more. <laughs> the but it had to watch, yes, like the whole thing, starting with truancy and ending with a wrecked car. Yeah. And, you know, Ferris gets in trouble for none of it. None of it. None of it. It's going to But out. isn't it so endearing at the end? It he's is. in the shower. What are you still doing here? Yeah. Yes, it's so yeah. funny. It's like, go home. Go it's home. over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they did steal another thing. They stole a, stole a reservation and identity. Oh, that's right. <laughs> the, the, went to the French restaurant. Yes. And uh, he went and looked at the, where is there a three-person reservation? I'm going to take that I'm gonna one. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Yeah. the sausage king of Chicago, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. The fact that nobody looks at this kid and goes, you're a kid. Yeah. What are you? You're the sausage king. Well, yeah. but then they, somebody call. Well, that's true. She, he, the guy walks away and she picks up the, Sloan picks up the phone and calls right. the restaurant asking for him and describes Ferris. So it's really funny. Right. I thought but it was at, funny. Still, but nobody's like, like, you're a kid. Yeah. You're a kid. Yeah, like, you're a kid. How are you the sausage king? Right? Yeah. Of course, I think as you get older, high school students seem to look younger. True. That's how it feels to me. And that's why when they do stuff like this and the adults don't notice it, that's why it's kind of funny. But yeah. you know, every once in a while, I do see a kid who's like a senior and I'm like, uh-huh. you're yeah. in high school? Yeah. Yeah. Really? They got like a full beard. Yeah. Or, yeah. But not Ferris. He had a clean no, baby face. No, he did have a baby face. Little baby. But see, he was a con man. It was, it was all so about cute. confidence. Yeah. And that is the crime that is the overarching issue of this whole movie is he was just a con man. I never thought of Ferris Bueller as a con man. He's a con man. Wow. And he walks around and it's his confidence that it's his confidence. Right. Because even with Sloan describing what he looks like. I mean, she's describing a kid, right. but his confidence just makes people right. blind. Right. Wow. He's a con man. Never thought of it that way. Doesn't it make you wonder what happened to Ferris Bueller? Oh, yes. What happened to Ferris Bueller? Did he continue to con? Did he continue to get away with it? I don't know. I Are we calling for the, the follow-up movie? Oh, I think people have been calling for the follow-up movie I for mean, 30 plus years. Matthew... You know, yeah. come on. Come on. Make this happen, man. Yeah. Well, you can do this. Yeah. You can do this. I'm, I'm here for a Ferris Bueller's Day I'm Off. I'm here for it. I'm here. I'm here for another 
another level of this. Yes. Where did he end up? And he I needs see to have him. another day of madcap adventures. I want to see him skip work. You know, like mm-hmm. office space style? Yes. You know, where he just, he skips out of the cubicle. His boss is all, yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and ask you to, uh, uh-huh. and I want to see him skip work and not, not really miss it. You, you know what I'm saying? You've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't say I've been say missing it. <laughs> Best line. It's so funny. Oh. I want to see him skip his cubicle job and go have a blast and break Cameron out of whatever. Poor Cameron, who's actually sick that day. Yeah. 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 I want to see this. Yeah. That's good stuff. Make it happen, Matthew. Yeah. All right. So next time, we're going to watch Hackers. We're going to watch Hackers. We're going to watch Hackers. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in forever. I'm oh, so, so, so excited. Fun. I'm so and, excited. Oh, good. And then in the future, a friend of mine has the game Pandemic. Have you heard of this game? Oh, I have heard briefly of this game. It's a cooperative game where you're trying to, like, out-save the world from some sort of virus outbreak. So I'm going to see if we can borrow that and play that sometime. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Because it's not competitive, it's cooperative, which I think is the kind of thing we enjoy Well, I need you to win these games. I need because you too. I can't. I barely made it out of the room. We didn't make it out we, of the room. We haven't made it out of the room yet. No, but we yeah. got. But we did better. We, we did better. We did. We better. did better. And I have ideas about how to help us do better in the future yeah. that don't really involve cheating, like not oh. looking anything up in the future. So, ooh. like beforehand. But okay. Oh, and oh, before I forget, I have a funny story about Ben Stein. Oh. <laughs> It's not really about Ben Stein, but it's kind of about Ben Stein. So my husband and I have a podcast about Prince, and we were, I don't remember how it came up, but he said something to the effect of, well, I just remember when Ben Stein and Ferris Bueller's Day Off was sitting, and a girl blinked at him, and it said, I love you on her eyelids. And I was like, that's funny, because I don't remember that from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm like, are you sure it was Ben Stein? And he said, no, it was Harrison Ford. (laughs) Who mixes up Ben Stein and Harrison Ford from the 80s? My husband. (laughs) He realized as soon as I said, are you sure it was Ben Stein? He was like, I was just thinking of a teacher, but it was Indiana Jones. Jones, Yes. He was the college professor, you know. Oh, God, he was so cute in the 80s. Just a dish. Man, amazing. You know, I would have written, I love you on my eyelids too. Yeah. Because he's darling. Oh. Though, and now that I'm like an adult and realize how hard that probably would have been to write on her own eyelids, because she'd have to close one eye and write it backwards. Because there's no stickers for that. No. You could probably probably Amazon this today and find stuff that. Well, and I'm sure she had a makeup person do it for her. Yeah, maybe somebody. You know, but. Maybe her friend did it for her. Oh, okay. And then she. It kind of seemed surreptitious, though. Like, I'm going to blink at you. Long and lovingly, and I don't want anyone else to know. So uh, but, funny! How yeah. in the world do you mix up Ben Stein? And I don't, I don't mean to be mean to Ben no. Stein, but he was no Harrison Ford back mm. then. That's not He's no Harrison Ford now. Are well, you no. kidding? He's not, and, and I don't mean to be no, you know, ugly they about it. They both have their merits, but they it do. seems like it'd be difficult to. To mix up to those mix two. them up, but yeah, that's okay. pretty funny. I had to, I had to slip that in there because I thought it was really <laughs> funny. We we had a good laugh about that. So, all right, next time, hackers, hackers. I get to watch this movie yeah. again, and I have an excuse because every time I want to watch this movie, Ken says no. 
Yeah, my husband's like, no, we're not watching this movie. He thinks it's stupid. But, you know, in fairness, it. it's probably stupid. It's probably stupid. But I love it. Well, what was that movie with Sandra Bullock? The Net. Oh, yeah. That's one that, like, doesn't hold up anymore. No, because, it doesn't. Oh, yeah, no, it was. And I don't think it was probably really all that good back then. I don't really think but it I was. Rem- I remember enjoying it. Because I liked these types of movies a yeah. lot, and that's one that I, I didn't really. Oh, you didn't care about it? I didn't get I into it. I remember seeing it in the movie theater and liking it, and then seeing it later when you rent the movie and see and i think hackers i don't think hackers was ever in the theaters this was uh, i was browsing my local movie store not even a blockbuster you know and just browsing Mm -hmm. and there's this movie called hackers and that seemed pretty interesting Uh you know there's this chick that's very very beautiful and you know as a young high school student you just kind of yeah. oh Look, she's, she's so pretty, pretty and smart oh <laughs> and so and then the the lead guy was absolutely adorable looking too yeah. and, you know what's the like lead that. guy well, i don't know he I, I feel like he's somebody we should know now i mean, anyway well we'll we'll have to talk about that yeah we'll find it it'll be good but we'll see you in a couple of weeks enjoy what's left of your summer oh, before the end of summer the end of summer is is nigh and but the kids go back to school oh is that exciting a little bit a little bit <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those like i have very mixed feelings because the kids go back to school but that means everybody has to be like up and dressed and fed by yeah. a certain time it's every day. bittersweet yeah it's really bittersweet and plus you know my kids have reached an age where they're they're just fun and they when they're not fun like they go do their own thing it's true yeah it's true yeah. but i've been cooped up in a small condo on the beach for a little while yeah and i think i think maybe i'll feel differently in about another week hmm. i have a feeling i'll feel differently in about five days because we leave for a beach vacation shortly and we're driving which we've never done before see and i've already done the big road trip this year yeah oh you see so i've had a lot of very close yeah and we've had a blast yeah don't get me wrong but mom's tired yeah (laughs) mom's tired mom needs to be able to take a nap when Uh, y'all are at school and you're not studying yeah (laughs) true (laughs) so it's been fun if you want to catch up with us on social media please do that you can find us on twitter killer fun pod you can find us on facebook killer fun podcast yeah right and uh you can email us killer fun podcast at gmail.com and we're on spreaker or oh no we've always been on spreaker we're on stitcher now Ooh, yeah very that's cool that's new that's a and spotify nice spotify is a, spotify is our big one that we just yes. ended up on so that's kind of fun that's so, really fun so yeah find us on there yeah do and, and share it and tell your friends rate review we're going to be doing a giveaway here soon i don't exactly know totally what it'll be but i think it'll have to do with rates and reviews in itunes mm-hmm. so if you do that now you you'll be able to still enter good yeah later so do it now help people find us it'll be fun it'll be awesome we'll see you next time bye-bye